What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, besties. We hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday, um, a sunny Tuesday. The weather in New England has been horrific recently and today was a nice sunny day so i hope wherever you are listening it's a nice sunny day for you too yeah i feel like i'm actually coming into this recording session a little like lower energy than i normally am i spent the day out today i kept calling it like a field trip because (laughs) for work we went to do location scoutings for an event that we're doing later this year so it literally felt like a field trip like we visited like five different places and it was really hot today and it was like in a city kind of like they're 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And so I literally got home and had like an electrolyte <laughs> drink because I feel <laughs> like I'm so dehydrated and tired. But it'll be a good one anyway because this week we are going to do the Vogue 73 questions. Is it like a challenge or like segment video? It's like a, an interview style. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure you guys have seen um, on YouTube, if you're avid YouTube watchers like Anya and I, that – Vogue will do it with, like, celebrities, so, like, all the big-name celebrities, I'm sure, at this point have done it, and I think the idea is that they, like, follow them around, like, their house or, like, a place that's personal to them and just ask them 73 random questions and the celebrity answers. I'm pretty sure, like, the idea is for them to answer, like, pretty quickly. Yeah, it's like a rapid-fire Yeah, we're probably going to elaborate a little bit more because that's the point of a podcast is to talk, not necessarily rapid-fire questions off um and also i'm pretty sure and again correct me if i'm wrong um that the questions are different depending on the celebrity i don't think vogue has like a set these are the 73 questions we're going to ask everyone they ask them based on who the celebrity is and all of that so we found a prompt online so these are 73 random questions obviously not tailored to us because we're not famous but (laughs) they're good enough yeah i think Vogue probably doesn't repeat questions because then the celebrities could like low-key prepare. I mean, I'm sure it's yeah. all kind of like rehearsed anyway. Like I'm I'm sure to an extent it is, but well, and also I doubt like Ariana Grande is like, oh, better <laughs> figure out what Vogue's gonna ask homework. me this Saturday. Well, I mean, the Vogue videos are pretty big though. Yeah, um, fair. But anyways, yeah, so that's what we're gonna do this episode. So it should be a fun one. You can get to know us a little better. Answer these for yourself. I feel like whenever I watch the 73 question videos, I always like mentally I'm like, what would I say? So it's kind of a fun way to, you know, be introspective, I guess, but they're all kind of lighthearted. So or mm-hmm. most of them, I think. So should mm-hmm. be fun. But yeah, we haven't really seen them. Um, like we pretty much copy and pasted this list in here and we haven't really looked too closely. So yeah. Should be candid, should be fun, but yeah. before that, let's do our segment starting with the week in review. So this week, I feel like I've recently had a different, I don't know, I guess experience towards work. I mean, you guys know things have been pretty hectic, but we have been going in in person more often. So I would say I go in right now like once or twice a week. And I think going in has honestly helped me a lot with imposter syndrome, which seems weird and like non-correlated. And honestly, I feel like for a lot of people going in would even increase their imposter syndrome because they're like in the environment and it's like they're seeing people and getting dressed and whatever. But for me, I feel like a lot of my, I guess like 
imposter syndrome and just general like feeling discouraged about work was coming from the fact that I felt like a lot of what I was doing, I wasn't seeing like returns. Like it was feeling kind of like nebulous because basically what I would do is help is I help startups. And so sometimes it kind of felt like I would help this startup and then they would just like disappear off my radar and I wouldn't hear for them for months. And I didn't know like if how I helped them was actually effective and all these things. But most of the startups that I've worked with are in this office space that I go to. And so it was really cool to like, for the first time, really like start running into people knowing that people recognize me, knowing that people like have a sense for what I do and like know that they can ask me questions and like people would stop my, my stop by my desk and like try to catch me for a minute and things like that. And like just having that experience and like feeling more valuable that way, I feel like has been different and good. Like I feel like maybe when you're remote, it's just harder to feel like known. I don't know if that makes sense, but like it yeah. feels like you're not necessarily being like perceived. <laughs> even though yeah, you no, I are. know what you mean. <laughs> um, so it's been cool, like just to feel like I have a little more rapport with like the people that I work with and stuff because like, you know, people that I've talked to on Zoom are like real in real life and like we can joke around and we can see each other around the office. Like it's just, it's just interesting and different. So that's been fun. Yeah. I do still really like the balance of like a hybrid model and that's definitely our move going forward. So, um, pros and cons to both for sure. But that's just been something new that's made everything feel a little more fulfilling because for a while there, it just kind of felt like I was helping. And then it was like, they were into the abyss and I wouldn't hear from them again until I got a Slack like six months later. And now it's like, I can actually chat with people and follow up and I don't know, be friendly and all of those things. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I wanted to bring up is I have this farmer's market near me. It's like a five minute walk. Like I literally feel so lucky, but Every week since we've moved here, I've wanted to go and I've put it in my calendar, but like something's come up and I haven't been able to go. But this past week, I finally went for the first time and it was just like the most wholesome experience ever. Like I had kind of a long day at work, but just going like felt so revitalizing. And I just love literally everything about farmers markets. Like I love that you're supporting local agriculture, local businesses. It's like bringing the community together. There was live music, like it's just like everything I love and appreciate. So it was really fun. And I bought some treats, arguably spent more money than I should have, but it's okay because it's going into the local economy. True. At least that's what I tell myself. True. Um, and it's cool because the city of Boston does a lot of like incentive programs when it comes to the farmer's markets. Like I believe um, in some of the low income housing communities and things like that, they pass out coupons. And so there were like lots of people using their coupons and like snap benefits. And like, I think that's so great. So I just feel like a farmer's market really makes me feel like that girl, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so if you have a farmer's market near you, this is my call to go, to make the time and go, um, because it really is just the best experience. Like, so wholesome, so fun, so fresh. Like, oh, yeah. it's just a great time. So highly recommend. But yeah, that's yeah. it for me this week. I'll hand it over to Kylie because she has some more... <laughs> Exciting news. Yes. <laughs> well, I will say as a quick shout out really quick, I saw we had Maria from Uvita on the show a while back and it looks like they have been setting up at a farmer's market in East Boston. Yeah. And along those lines, shout that out as well. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times people, people assume like farmer's markets are literally just produce, but there's there's so much more. Yeah. Like I got like a samosa the other day mm -hmm. and people will sell like goods as well, like totes and shirts. Like yeah. it's, it's really fun. So definitely find one near you and go while it's still summer. Yes, for sure. But yes, moving into my week in review. I'll tell you what, folks. What the 
Turns have tabled indeed. Is that what the, the Jonas Brothers <laughs> the turn? Do you remember the table have? I don't know what it is. <laughs> there was like a meme of the Jonas Brothers, and they like turn the like literally yeah, turn yeah. the table, and they go, "Oh, how the turns have tabled!" <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. a big thing. Anyways, the tables have in fact turned. So besties, you may remember that there was a time where I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be homeless. I'm never going to find a job. This is going to be very sad." <laughs> that was silly. That was pretty silly. Uh, what were we all telling you? <laughs> what were we all telling I know. you? Anya was actually. Yeah, I keep giving. I'm like so actually much tough annoyed. Love. <laughs> I know. I here's the thing. Like, I objectively know how ridiculous of a person I am. I really do, and this is why I'm in therapy because I need it. Like, <laughs> at least I recognize it. And I'm yeah. trying to work on it. And just to be no. clear, I am happy for Kylie, but it was just funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil the news. But no. basically, I was like, you can't be anxious about not getting a job and then you also can't be anxious when you do get a job and that's basically what's happening now so I yeah. need I need it was to cool down it's needed tough love a hundred percent so yeah so I and I as you guys know I really wanted to get a full-time offer from the place that I'm interning at currently that I interned at all throughout undergrad and I did which is really awesome um essentially like it is I've been saying like a custom job position because they weren't necessarily seeking to hire someone for this position. They kind of decided to bring someone on when I decided that I wanted to stay there. Um, And I got to collaborate on writing the job description and all of that, um, which is incredible. I mean, that in and of itself, like that doesn't happen for people. Your first job out of college, like you don't get to help essentially write or influence Mm -hmm. the job description that you have. So that's amazing. Uh, I did get two other offers though, (laughs) which is also amazing. Like it's so awesome. And I recognize that I'm really lucky to be in this position. And I put in a lot of work to be in this position. So like, I know that one of the offers that I got, I'm really, I don't think it's a great fit. So that one's not causing any sort of like dissonance on my end. It was a great opportunity. Um, great place, but I just don't necessarily think it's the right fit for me at this time. The other one is a bit complicated (laughs) because I don't know if the position is actually a great fit. Being completely honest, it is, without giving too much away, it is very legal adjacent. Very. And part of me is like, bestie, your mental health do be fragile. Even still, like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's really easy to get like sucked in back into toxic habits. It just is. So part of me is like, is it worth entering back into that industry? Even if I'm not doing it as a a lawyer, will I slip back into toxic habits? Will I really struggle with work-life balance? Like that's really the whole reason that I left law school to begin with, coupled with, you know, impeccable uncertainty. But it pays the bills it pays the bills folks um it, yeah so essentially i'm i'm grappling with a pretty big salary discrepancy that i'm trying to navigate mm-hmm. um i don't know if that's giving too much away about this no, I, don't, I think I don't, that's fine i feel i feel like it's important for women to talk about money anyways i'm not going to give yeah. you guys exact numbers i'm not <laughs> disclosed that much detail but you know i, I feel like pe- women don't talk enough about salary and money and negotiating salary and negotiating benefits and all that. So I don't want to completely shy away from it. So yeah, so I have some negotiating to do. I have some thinking to do. Yeah. It's essentially like what, like a 15 or 20% difference. Yeah. Math math is hard, but I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
which isn't crazy. It's a it's a difference. Don't get me wrong. Like it's yeah, a it's like it's like a nice vacation a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, like, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I think it's interesting because by the time this comes out, honestly, by the time I'm editing this, you will have probably already decided. Yeah, um, true. So it's it's interesting because also, but I feel like all things considered, the three offers lined up pretty well. Like I know that you have oh, to. Yeah. You have to make a decision quickly, but there's just the fact that they're overlapping for you at all is a pretty big deal because that's also hard for people to make happen. So yeah, yeah, it it do be a little overwhelming though. Which again, yeah. like I, it's a great like problem to be in. I'm really not trying to be like, oh my god, guys, feel so bad for me. I have to make such a tough decision, and I have anxiety about it because I like I sound like a freaking idiot if I say that. That's not what I'm trying to say, but. I just have some thinking to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Follow your dreams, kids. I mean, we want to talk about manifesting. <laughs> Holy crap. I True. Like, did it, I did too good of a job. <laughs> Wait, sure. Yeah. You're like, universe, actually, actually, because I didn't think I'd get all of this. Take it back. I'll tell you this. I was just saying this. Um, my mom and I had a conversation when before I got an offer from the place that I'm working at and when I had applied to the other place that I got an offer from a month ago. My mom and I had a conversation. She was like, oh, my God. Like, because she knew that I was pretty excited about this second place as well. And was like, oh, like, if things don't work out at my current company, like, this could be a viable option if I were to get an offer. And my mom was like, oh, my God. Like, what are you going to do if you got an offer from both places? And I was like, mom, that's exactly the position you want to be in. Like, that's the best room to have. And And I'm like, stupid, stupid, stupid. (laughs) Yeah. So lots of thinking, um, lots of pondering. It's going to be the year of realizing things, like Kylie Jenner said, like five years ago. Do you remember that? (laughs) Every year is the year of realizing things. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, like, for me, I think they're both good choices because on one hand, it's like a place that you know you enjoy and you know you like the people and it's like, you know you'll like the work because you had a hand in creating the role and whatever. But I think the other one would also be good because it would push you to learn new things and explore like new, a new organization, which you haven't really done, honestly. Like I feel like as far as like your truly professional life, like you've really only been at this one place, which is good. You could keep being there and have it be like a very seamless transition into the work world or you could like try something different. Like I feel like you can't really go wrong, but I get that it's hard to decide. Yeah. So. So. Besties, keep me in your thoughts and prayers. No, I'm kidding. Look out for an update in a future yeah. episode. Literally, by the time we record our next episode, I'm go- I'm going to have an update on where I where I landed. Um, but yeah, and also like if you're applying for jobs and feeling discouraged, I mean, I'm freaking the biggest hypocrite in all the land. But like, try not to get discouraged because <laughs> well, and I'm trying not to invalidate myself because I think it's a little ridiculous to like tell people to have no worries, no anxieties when they start searching for a job, especially when they don't already have one. Like, it's one thing if you're working full time and you're like, oh, I'm thinking of making a switch to a new company and you start looking for new ones. Like, then, okay, like, you shouldn't be that worried because you have a pretty substantial safety net. I did have a safety net, but it wasn't a full-time offer safety net for me to land back on. So I I feel like it is very valid to be worried in that circumstance. Did I need to be as worried as I was? No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that. But 
so yeah, I don't want to invalidate anyone who like is worried. Like I do think it's a reasonable thing to be worried about. Um, I do think that things work out the way that they're supposed to though. And so if you can at all fight the worry that you're feeling and sort of put it in its place and not catastrophize like a girl, then that's the best approach. And again, this is why we're in therapy, folks. It really is. Big catastrophizer. Love a catastrophe. Love thinking up a catastrophe in my head. It's my favorite pastime. So after we record, we're going to be talking uh, negotiation, asking for some more time to decide. We're going to figure it out. Yep. But let's move into our favorites. So my favorite for this week is based off of a new recipe that I tried. So I have this book called Love Real Food, and it was a cookbook given to me for Christmas, a vegetarian cookbook. And it had this taco salad recipe that I was excited to try. And I guess my favorite is the taco salad recipe, but more so just one component of it because I think it's relevant (laughs) to like all salad recipes in the future. Uh And it's basically, it's a specific quinoa recipe. And I feel like I kind of rediscovered quinoa through this recipe. I take a shot every time I say recipe. I feel like I've said it so many times. (laughs) Um, But I think, yeah, I'm just realizing how much I love grain in salads. Like it makes it so much more satiating for me. It just makes me feel like I'm eating like more than just straight lettuce and vegetables. Like it just makes it so much more hearty. So I really love that. And I feel like I'm going to be so much more likely to eat salads if I just have like grain ready in my fridge to put on top. Like I think that's going to be my move from now on. But yeah, so this specific recipe, we'll have it linked down below and it includes the quinoa recipe. Kind of supposed to be like a taco filling. So texturally resembling like a ground beef, you know, taco meat that you would use. So it was olive oil, garlic, chili powder, cumin, tomato paste, quinoa, water, black beans, salt, and pepper. So like really few ingredients. Um, And it was just so good. And I actually used the everything but the elote seasoning too from Trader Joe's. And yeah, I just highly recommend. I'm like fully on the like quinoa, couscous, I don't even know what else, buckwheat, train. Like I'm definitely just going to try to always have some in my fridge now because it just adds, just adds to a nice salad. So give it a try, whether it's in the taco salad recipe or just in general. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I definitely, after you told me about this, I definitely want to try it. I really want to get into like cooking as like a hobby once I move out Um, because I've always really liked cooking and baking and things like that and like experimenting with new recipes. I think it's really fun as a vegetarian, especially because you never have to handle raw meat, which is like incredible. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that will probably be one of the first things I try once I'm in my own place. Um, But for my favorite, and I don't know if I've told you this, Anya, but I've kind of started my own no coffee slash a lot less coffee. My reasons are different. (laughs) They're not (laughs) fun. So... As some of you may know, I'm pretty sure in my, like, I'm dropping out of law school episode, I was like, for my weekend review, I have a bunch of canker sores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm i prone to canker sores. Always have been. That was the weirdest flare-up of my life. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. It was horrible. But I have been, like, just getting – I've had one canker sore pretty consistently since then. And they it hasn't been as bad as that. But, like, they're still not fun. And I'm also like, hey, it's probably not good that they keep showing up. So I did some research into like foods that commonly cause 
canker sores. You might be like, Kylie, what are those foods? All of my favorite ones, in fact. <laughs> so like, that's awesome. Uh, sparkling water is one. Sad. Um, hot sauce and spicy foods is one. I'm like, great. I'll just eat freaking dirt. How am I supposed to live? <laughs> like, I'll just eat dirt. And then another one is coffee because it's very acidic. So I was like, okay, we might be able to work with this one. Because tea is less acidic than coffee. It's still Mm -hmm. semi-acidic, but it's a lot less acidic. So I have started to drink more tea than coffee to just try to help. It hasn't been long enough to notice a difference, but I'm doing it anyways. And in the process, I found a favorite tea or a favorite at the moment. I've been using the, it's Tazo, right? Yeah. The Tazo Vanilla Caramel Chai Tea. It's just like a tea bag. I got an electric kettle. Heat that up in the morning, pour it over the tea bag, let it steep for about 10 minutes. I like my tea to be stronger, so I let it steep for a pretty good amount of time. Um, and then you can put a little milk or cream in it if you want. You can have it without that. And it's really good. I like the, like, I think the vanilla caramel does kind of, like, cut the spice of the chai a little mm-hmm. bit, but in a good way. Um, and, yeah. And I've been, like, I haven't noticed, because obviously tea is caffeinated, at least black tea is caffeinated um and it's less caffeinated than coffee coffee has a mm-hmm. pretty decent amount of caffeine and i think tea has like half the amount of caffeine black tea has the closest and then it's green tea then white tea then herbal yeah but i, I think black tea still has like substantially less yeah than coffee um but i personally haven't noticed like a difference as far as Like, I don't feel sluggish, and I haven't gotten, like, caffeine headaches, so that's good. And also, caffeine isn't good for anxiety, and we're learning, folks, that your girl just has some anxiety a little bit. So it's probably good to cut back on my caffeine intake wherever I can. I do want to get, um, like, I want to get, like, matcha powder and, like, a frother Mm -hmm. and stuff like that to start making matcha, because, like you said, green tea does have less caffeine, and also matcha just has, like, added health benefits that come with it as well that I think is worthwhile. Um, but I'm going to hold off until I get to my apartment and then buy all yeah. that stuff because there's no point in shipping it here um, Yeah. now. So for the time being, this Tazo tea is hitting the spot. Nice. That's a mood. We actually, um, when I was in the office the other day, I noticed there was like this corner full of tea stuff and I wasn't sure if it was like someone's personal stuff. Like I wasn't sure what the deal was. And so there, I knew that there's this other girl that works there that's a tea enthusiast. And so I messaged her a picture of it. And I was like, can you tell me what the deal is with this? And she was like, oh, my God, that's the tea station I started. And so there's so <laughs> much, like, cool exotic tea, like, random flavors I've never heard of before. Um, and there's just a little box. And, like, she just asks that you either contribute to, like, the tea fund or, like, bring a tea to donate, like, if you're going to take it from – take tea from there. But anyway, that was fun. So I'm Cute able to sample a lot there so i'll keep you guys posted on any new favorites <laughs> yes please do all right let's move into our main episode topic vogue's 73 questions Woo-hoo. i'm nervous these actually look kind of hard <laughs> i know if you know anything about our show you know anya and i really prioritize our health sustainability and building a community around the things that young women go through that's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can 
use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. I went through them and I was like, I actually don't know how I'm going to answer yeah, some of these. Yeah, I know. So we'll, see. well, here we go. So the first one, do you want to just like go back and forth with like who reads it? If that, Yeah, sure. Okay. So first one, on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you about life right now? For me, I'm pretty much up there. Like I am really, really, really loving my new apartment. Like I cannot imagine a better situation than we're in right now. Like I feel so lucky, but travel is a huge passion of mine and something that I've always been able to look forward to. Like I've always pretty much had like a trip planned in the future. And so it has been a really hard year for me without being able to do that and like not have that to look forward to. So that's kind of missing. But overall, I would say like a nine, like an eight and a half, nine. Yeah, I was going to say an eight and a half, nine. I was probably going to lean towards nine. And again, I think feel like my week in review might like make that sound like a surprising answer. But I, it's, I'm in a very exciting position right now. And like you said, yeah. I kind of have like a win-win option, which is like crazy. Like I, I didn't think that I was going to be in this position and I am very excited and I'm moving in literally two weeks. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a stressful time. Don't get me wrong. All change comes with stress, but at the end of the day, it is a lot of exciting change. So men and nine. I feel like a year ago, us would be so proud. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, next one. The next one is describe yourself in a hashtag. Hashtag structure. Ooh, I like that. Um, I'm very structured, you guys. <laughs> you are very structured. Um, I'm like hashtag girl boss. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna say hashtag figuring it out. Okay. Yeah. Love that. I'm sure that's a hashtag somewhere. The next one is if you could do a love scene with anyone, who would it be? Anya said she didn't like this question. I love this question because it's Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would Obviously. have to say Harry Styles too. I just haven't really given much thought to that kind of thing. But I feel like it's just like insert celebrity crush. It's a love scene. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're doing it for like a movie, which means yeah. you're getting paid for it. And I would kiss Harry Styles for free. I would in so fact I might pay as money well, too. I would pay him money. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would scene. agree. I would agree. I can't really think of anyone else right now. So I agree. I'm trying to think if there's like a close second for me. That's worth mentioning. Timothy Chalamet probably. Yeah, he's up there too. With him. He's just so pretty. So pretty. pretty, pretty. <laughs> the next one is, if your life was a musical, what would the marquee say? <laughs> I this think so hard. Funny. 
a baddie with anxiety and terrible eyesight. Yeah, but my it's so funny. bio is. <laughs> I was going to say, it's so funny that you said your Instagram bio because I was going to say my Instagram bio. Because I guess that's <laughs> basically as close to like a marquee as you can have for yeah. yourself. But um, I would, mine would be like climate optimist Boston gal or something like that. <laughs> Love it. My LinkedIn is very intense, though. If you guys ever creep on me on LinkedIn, yeah. my LinkedIn is my cover photo is um has some phrase, so go yeah, check it out. It's it's pretty admirable. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What's one thing people don't know about you? This is hard. I feel like I'm a pretty yeah, open I'm book. A very open book. <laughs> like I can't even. I was gonna be like, what do you think for me? But then I was like, people don't know it about me, so I guess you wouldn't know. Yeah, or is it like? people in general or like listeners don't know oh okay we can interpret it that way yeah because listeners probably but know, i also feel don't like i'm still a, a pretty more. open still a oh, pretty I open book completely agree um, what's something i was gonna say like that i want to have a farm one day but i, I feel like know they know that <laughs> yeah i feel like they know that um i had a really random story just popped into my head and i don't know if it's like really stupid but it did pop okay. into my head If I think of something better, we can always cut it out. But I think this is an interesting story. I, from first through third grade, was actually in, like, we called it pull-out reading, but it was for students that struggled a lot with reading comprehension. And it's Mm. because I was a very slow reader. And for whatever reason, they would test your reading comprehension by having you take a timed test where you had to read something in a certain amount of time and then answer questions. And I would get them all wrong because I was a really slow reader and I didn't finish reading the whole thing. And then I went through till third grade and they realized, oh my God, they stopped, like they figured out like, I think she's a slow reader. They stopped timing me. I got all of the questions right. And they're mm. like, oh. And I I like that story because I went on to become an English major and I've always been like a book nerd, loved reading, loved writing and stuff like well, that. Maybe so you I were feel slow. like it's very. Yeah. Maybe you were slow because you were like really doing the work to like comprehend I think that's you know? exactly what it is because I'm still like that. I'm still like a really slow reader, especially for like mm-hmm. an English major. Um, so yeah, so if you're a slow reader like me, whoop, whoop. Okay, I thought of one. I thought of one for myself. Um, I used to do figure skating. What? Yeah. (laughs) When? (laughs) Before I moved to New Hampshire, I did figure skating for like a couple years. Yeah. And then I kind of had to choose like, I think I was like close and then I had to choose like if I wanted to do, because I did both dance and figure skating and I kind of had to pick like which one I wanted to actually pursue because you couldn't really do both. Yeah, and I also think there wasn't as good of a like rink in New Hampshire as the one that I went to in Mass. Um, Interesting. So yeah, but you see, Kylie didn't folks. even know that about me. I know that was pretty. I think we did good considering we had no idea what we were gonna say. Yeah. Um. The next one is, what's your wake up ritual? This actually is something that I'm looking to like really revamp and make a little more that girl. Yeah. Right now, my wake up ritual is I like to wake up with like a pretty decent amount of time, even though I'm working remote, pretty decent amount of time to just like get out of bed slowly. I always start by drinking a cup of water. So I have like either like 24 or 30 ounces of water and then I'll make my tea. And if I'm hungry, I'll have breakfast. If not, I'll hold off until I'm hungry and eat a little later. And then I will like watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast or something while I kind of get myself ready, get myself situated. And then I log on and start the work day. So that's my current ritual. I kind of want to like start to like maybe work out or go for walks Mm -hmm. in the morning, but we'll see. Journal maybe, who knows? 
Yeah, that's kind of like me. Like right now, I have a pretty – I have like a very – set routine but it's not necessarily a routine that I think is like benefiting me greatly but like literally every day I'd like go through the exact same order and process hashtag structure um <laughs> so basically I wake up I go get water I turn on the water to boil I come back I do like half my makeup I go make the matcha I bring it back I finish it I get dressed I put on deodorant I do my hair and then I sit down and work mm-hmm. <laughs> in that order it's yeah <laughs> particularly but yeah, I would really like it if I could implement walks or the gym. I actually have a uh, – oh, God, I forgot about this. I scheduled a class at the gym tomorrow morning at 7.30, so. Oh, jeez. Uh, usually it's yoga. Tomorrow I'm doing um, total body conditioning, so I we'll see oh, if okay. I hate it. But anyway, <laughs> we need to make these more rapid if we're going to get through them all. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, the next one's what's your go-to-bed ritual? I don't have one. I literally do my skincare and I go to bed. That's it. That's kind of a ritual. Yeah, I guess I would say I'm similar. I will either do my skincare or like take a long shower. I have been reading lately because I got a library card. So Mm -hmm. I guess we can include that. But yeah, I'm a lot less structured in my bed routine. Yeah. The next one is what's your favorite time of day? I'm a a morning person. Yeah, I'm like a – I really like like 10 a.m. Because oh, interesting. There's still so much potential for the day and what you could do, and I love that feeling, like just knowing that you have an entire day ahead of you to like fill with stuff, um, and you're not like tired yet or anything, but you've already you've like woken up, so you're like well, you've woken up, you've gotten ready, and like you just have the whole day ahead of you to like make your own. So that's what I would say. Interesting. I would say just morning in general for me. I definitely am a victim of the afternoon dip. Um, Mm -hmm. and again, I like, kind of like you said, I like that idea of like, you still have so much of the day left to look forward to. Um, so yeah. Dream country to visit. London. I want to go so bad. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The UK. God damn it. The UK, specifically London. Okay. Um, I'm going to go New Zealand. I've just always been really like infatuated with it. And I think... I've honestly done a lot of traveling. I feel really lucky for that, but that's I've never been like that far. So I think that would be cool. Like if I could take off a large chunk of time to make a trip like that worth it. Yeah. Um next one. What's the biggest surprise you've had? Getting three job offers. <laughs> yeah, low key right now. Like honestly, presently, probably that's probably my answer. I don't know. This is really hard because I'm not easily surprised. People don't mm-hmm. really try to surprise me that much, I don't think. Um, maybe, maybe liking Montreal as much as I did a couple years ago because I got into this program where you studied abroad your first semester and there were lots of cool options, but I ended up choosing Montreal just for like the major and just like a bunch of reasons. And in the moment that felt like kind of a lame choice because there were like arguably more international and like cooler places to go, but I ended up absolutely loving Montreal and like living in Canada is like something I'm actually considering for the future. So yeah, it's a cool one. Heels or flats slash sneakers. Is this even a question? I think it is because I'm going to (laughs) say heels. Wow. Oh my God. I I just, here's the thing. I know that flats and sneakers are way more practical and I definitely wear flats and sneakers more, but I just feel so confident in heels. Like Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel like a hashtag boss babe in heels. Nice. I hate that, but that's good for you. Um, Oh, your turn. Um, Vintage or new? 
vintage like what and especially (laughs) if you lump like thrifted into vintage yeah which i'm assuming you do yeah i mean i guess there's very few things i would rather buy new like underwear and like a bathing suit bottle maybe but like other than that vintage for sure agreed the next one is who do you want to write your obituary dark (laughs) i was gonna say kylie oh (laughs) (laughs) i wanted because i feel like you're a good writer and you'd like paint me in a nice light so you know you know what i want anya to write my obituary too okay well i mean i'll try i don't know you're gonna be like this bitch had so much anxiety (laughs) while she was living (laughs) you have no (laughs) idea that's probably why she died (laughs) um style icon this is tough i need to think about this um she's on tiktok and I think her username is the Montana experience. She actually mm-hmm. lives in New Hampshire now, which is crazy because I was following her like totally out of context. And then she had posted that she just bought a house and someone asked like on a question sticker, like, where's your house? And she said New Hampshire. And I was like, no freaking way. What are the odds? But she's really, really cool. And I wish that not even I wish that I had the confidence to wear the stuff that she has because I think I would. I just wish that I had the stuff she has or like thought to buy it because she buys she wears like these cool outfits where like the individual pieces are not even things I would think to pick up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I think for me, it honestly might be Margot Lee. Yeah. I think I like she has a, a really she has a really cool style and a really attainable style. Like she never Very, wears like, effortless. Stuff. Yeah. 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 And then I w- would say I started following. Let me check what her actual username is so I don't mess it up. I th- want to say it's acquired style. Yeah, acquired dot style on Instagram. She has really cool style. Like again, kind of she wears stuff and I'm like I wouldn't even think to like pick that up in a store. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even know where to look if I wanted to get that. So yeah, really cool. What are three things you can't live without? My phone, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, Loki, yeah. <laughs> um, um mascara? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, contacts? No, it's Like, do we have to be realistic? You know what I mean? I don't think so. Like, food. But, like, if we don't. Oh, (laughs) yeah. No, no. I think from, like, a materialistic standpoint. Okay. Okay. I would say mascara. Um, Basic white sneakers. And some sort of brow. Or, I guess, like, some skincare product, I guess. Like, moisturizer. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say my phone, a moisturizer with SPF in it. Important. Crucial. Important distinction, yeah. Um, And a journal. Like a nice. way to express. Cute. Um, What's one ingredient you put in everything? Like sriracha, I think. <laughs> I was going to say hot sauce or everything but the bagel. Yeah. Seasoning. That one occurred to me too. Yeah. What three people living or dead would you like to make dinner for? I always hate this question. I feel like this question comes up in like icebreakers and stuff too. And I never know. Yeah. I just don't really have an opinion on this weirdly. I mean, I think there's cool people from history, but I just haven't ever really identified who I would yeah. want to have. The, I have two people come to the top of my head. And it's Harry Styles <laughs> and Michelle Obama. Yeah. I, can't, I think yeah, it would be cool – to meet some like family members that have passed away ooh, and then maybe like a celebrity and then maybe like someone that's very enlightened like gandhi or something i don't know yeah <laughs> but i'm not that opinionated on this yeah i was i was definitely taking the more celebrity route but i like the idea of like 
ancestors. It'd be yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Okay. What's your biggest fear in life? <laughs> Dark. <laughs> I think not feeling like I not even did enough, but like just took advantage of like my time on earth in this body. Cause I definitely don't yeah. think that like we just disappear when you die, but I think like there's only, obviously I only have one shot at like this life. And so I just hope that I'm like taking as much of it in as I can, if that makes sense. Like I was going to say like impact, yeah. like not making an impact, but it's not even that it's more just like not experiencing enough. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I talk about this with my therapist a lot and I say that like, I'm really afraid that like I've been giving a lot of, given a lot of really great opportunities in my life and like all things considered a pretty good life to live. And I'm afraid to blow it. Mm. It's like the phrase that I use. So I feel like that's probably failure fear. Yeah. But, and not, but not even like a, like very tangible, like stereotypical idea of failure, but like the idea that like, I just didn't take advantage of the time that I had and the opportunities I had. Yeah. Yeah. Window or aisle seats? Window, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would say window. I mean, I know that it's a paid point when you have to pee, but I would still say window. Yeah. What's your current TV obsession? The Bachelorette, my dudes. Freaking love it. I don't really have one. You guys know I don't watch TVs. Um, we did start this <laughs> this Netflix series. I don't even remember what it's called. Do you remember what it was called, Kylie? You were here when we watched it. Oh, like, the interactive the- one? It's like you versus wild, right? Or something like it's that? It's like you versus wild. It's the guy from that, but it's a – like choose your own adventure versions. Like you, yeah. he like runs into situations and you like have to tell him what to pick and it makes it, yeah. it changes the outcome if he like makes it out or not. So that's it's like the, fun. it's like the black mirror Bandersnatch yeah. thing. But like more lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're not chopping up any bodies. Don't worry. Favorite app. TikTok. Yeah. I was going to say, I have to be lame and say like TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. No, I, Although I guess- still can't believe TikTok's free. It's so I guess good. I'm going to say TikTok because Instagram you could use on browser if you wanted to. Like my top three apps are definitely YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. But YouTube and Instagram can be used on your computer. But as far as like mm-hmm. strictly an app, TikTok. Yeah, that's a fair point. I agree. I concur. Secret talent. I have one. Um, oh, go. I can speak with water in my mouth. I'll show you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kylie. <laughs> You've done this before. (laughs) (laughs) I I, like put it in my cheeks and then I use my tongue to like block it off if that makes sense. I don't know, but that's fine. I'll have to use this part for the the preview. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if this is talent. I feel like this is very bogus because a lot of people can do this, but I can say the alphabet backwards. Okay. I can't do that. So, yeah. I won't do it for you guys. (laughs) We believe you. Um, most adventurous thing you've done in your life? Dropped out of law school? Yeah, true. It's pretty adventurous. I took more literal definition in my head. I'm going to say scuba diving. I've been scuba diving like four times maybe. And it was all when I was younger. I feel like honestly, if I was given the opportunity now, I would be a lot more scared and like would think about it a lot. But I guess I was just more bold then. So I like have like a certification, like the most basic one you can have. So yeah. Uh-huh. How would you define yourself in three words? Fatty, anxiety, 
terrible hyphen eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is kind of similar. Um, I would say that I am hardworking. I'm loyal. Mm. Yeah, and, I would still loyal. Yeah. And I'm... Well-intentioned. Yeah. Well-intentioned. <laughs> I said Ooh, in a weird I like way. That. <laughs> yeah, I would still loyal. I guess I would also say like... Impact oriented. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Is that corporate? That's a good one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Definitely a buzzword. <laughs> yeah. And like always down for stuff. <laughs> if always down for stuff. My favorite hyphenated word. <laughs> <laughs> favorite piece of clothing you own? Oh, like very hard. Realistically, my black O-line leggings, they're like the ones that mm-hmm. I get the most wear of, mm-hmm. but I guess I'm going to have to say my like chunky white sneakers. I don't know if that would count, oh, but I, yeah. I literally only wear those shoes, so I have yeah. to give it to them. I At the moment, the piece that I've been wearing the most are my distressed straight leg jeans from Target. They're just perfect on all fronts. Mm-hmm. Such a fan. Um, a must-have clothing item everyone should have. Um, just like a well-fit pair of jeans. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say that. Or maybe this is a more fun answer. Um, like a fun layering piece to like elevate any outfit. Okay. Like I feel like okay. it's really fun to like. I love fall because I feel like using like jackets and things like that is can really help make an outfit look super cute okay superpower you would want i would say teleportation that's what i was gonna say well i feel like it's such an obvious one because like all the other ones i'm kind of like they're lame but i guess if i could like make up a superpower it would be cool to like be able to just like generate money but not have it affect like inflation <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one i can fix I, anything I, with money yeah, if I had to pick a second to teleportation, it would be be invisible because I'm a Libra, so I'm nosy as hell. And I want to know mm. what's going on at all times. Um, what's inspiring you in life right now? Um, I guess like living back in the city is one thing mm-hmm. and also like fighting against climate change always. Mm-hmm. Um advocating for myself and owning making decisions for me and not for anyone else not that has been very inspiring best piece of advice you've received this is hard i've received a lot of good advice over the years yes actually i have an answer that and i don't know if it's like of all time my favorite that i received but i really resonated with it in the moment um And it's based off of a saying, but it's the idea that you're not a tree, you're not planted, you can move. Mm. And, like, just the idea that, like, I feel like, especially a heck in the situation that I'm in right now, things can feel really permanent Mm -hmm. when you're making the decision in the moment. But at the end of the day, it's not permanent. You're not a tree. (laughs) If you don't like it, you can move. You can move on. You can pivot. Whatever it may be. So, and I, I wish I had received that sooner. Because I think I would have saved myself a lot of time and stress and anxiety. You're more like a dandelion. 
Yeah. <laughs> Going with the breeze. <laughs> this one, I don't know if I would say it's the best piece of advice I've ever received because that's a really hard question. I would have to think yeah. a lot about that. But one thing that I heard on a podcast literally today, it was talking about how – it was talking about boundaries basically and – it was saying how if you are like struggling to put boundaries between yourself and another person, like this is so woo-woo I think, but basically the whole point was like their best self. Everyone still has a best self. Like even if they're not a good person from your perspective or like they haven't made the best choices, like everyone has like a highest best self. Mm -hmm. And if you're having issues with a person and you need to set a boundary with them, it's for everyone's own good and like their best self, like their highest version of themselves will like understand that one day kind of thing. And I like yeah. that. Kind of yeah, niche, I like but. That. I like it. I think best, you- Yeah. Best advice you give your teenage self. Uh, well, I was just going to say like don't think – don't care so much about what other people think. I feel like that's so normal to tell a teenager though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mine's kind of along the lines. It's a little – it's probably not even that niche. It's actually probably cliche, but your body isn't the most interesting thing about you. Oh, yeah, I was very body self-conscious as a teenager, and I still struggle with it as an adult, but I'm so much more accepting of just like what I look like now yeah. than I was as a teenager. Yeah. I guess elaborating on mine, it's more about like comparison, not even like being worried about what yeah. other people think, but don't compare yourself to other people like in like your body, your talent, your college, like all of that. Yeah, completely agree. A book that everyone should read. It's hard. Mm. <laughs> I don't really Highlight by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Honestly, though, like it's much. kind of a right. It's up there. It's up there. Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. And that's not a J.K. Rowling. I'm not a J.K. Rowling stand account. I am a firm believer that we don't know who wrote Harry Potter. <laughs> A mystery separate to the artist all. from the art <laughs> yeah it's just and again it's like a nostalgia factor but it's just it's the best series and if you can like get it from a library and not financially support jk rowling then do it mm-hmm. yeah i really i really don't know you guys i guess i'll just say the one that i read most recently it was called um such a fun age and it was interesting because it covered like different kind of racial topics and like the modern era in like a thoughtful way but also like a very relatable way I guess I don't know if it's like the book everyone has to read but it's just I just finished it today so yeah that's a good one (laughs) what would you like to be remembered for damn um I think just being like kind like if the people that I cared about most in my life think of me as a good person and their memory, that's all I really care about. Yeah. I guess I would say the same thing. Or, like, like tried to make change or, like, made change. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Made a difference. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it's me. Okay. It might not be me. Let's find out. I don't know. <laughs> How do you define beauty? This is a good question. Uh-huh. Mostly, like, confidence. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, the people who I – who strike me as very beautiful, who, like, I am, like, particularly drawn to are, like, people who I can tell just, like, don't give a shit what other people think, are doing what they want, wearing what they want. Mm -hmm. Because I struggle with that. 
like I, you know what I mean? Like I'm definitely the type of person that like puts an outfit on and then it's like, I can't wear that in public. Like people, old people are going to think I'm a slut. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. So I think also people that like look happy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say happiness as well. You know, it gives you a glow. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you love most about your body? <laughs> I'm like, I have a nice answer and then I have the truth. <laughs> Okay, do it. Because, like, for a nice answer, I could be like, oh, my bone structure or my hair, but the truth is my boobs. So. Okay, no, I love that. Um, I guess I would say my eye color. Yeah, do you have a good eye color? Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, okay, you go to read the next one. Best way to take a rest slash decompress. Uh, a long I, for me, shower. Yeah. Or a bath. Ooh. A long shower, a bath, a long walk mm. by yourself. Um, and I'm a big proponent of, like, taking a, at least a day a month to, like, do nothing. Mm-hmm. And just, like, be a lard and watch movies. This one's kind of confusing, but it's favorite place to view art. So does that basically just mean, like, favorite museum you've ever been to? Yeah, I was going to say museum. <laughs> yeah, like, is there an option? If we're talking favorite museum that I've that you've ever been to, mine would be the oh god, I'm gonna butcher the name, but it's like the Musée des Orangeries. It's in Paris, and it's um, all of Monet's paintings are there, like yeah. the um, the season paintings that are you know the ones. But yeah, yeah. I God, I went to so many museums in Rome. I couldn't even like they all bleed together at this point in my memory, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Rome is just gonna be my kind of cop out overarching answer if life were a song what would the title be it's like there's been many iterations of (laughs) these types of questions i'm just a kid and life is a nightmare oh do we have to pick an existing song or do we no no i think you can make it up but that's the first thing that came to my mind um if my life was a song uh maybe like Trying my best to romanticize. <laughs> or Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> Poetic, right? I like don't have an answer. It's really bad. Um, I don't know. Something with like happy in it. Like I, okay. I would want the word happy. Both because I am like a happy person, but also to like continue to manifest that. I can't think of a real title off my head, guys, and we that's don't want to sit here and have me ponder for 30 minutes. <laughs> if you could master one instrument, what would it be? I've always really gravitated towards violins, like, my whole life. Yeah. So I would probably say that. I also know that it's, like, a really, really hard instrument. So if I could just, yeah. like, snap my fingers and master it, that would probably be the one. Because I think I could realistically learn, like, piano or something if I wanted to. But I don't know if I would ever have the time to learn violin. Yeah. I think my answer is guitar, as mm. cliche as that is. I think it's a very versatile instrument. Yeah. Do a lot with it. A fun party trick. Yeah. Um, if you had a tattoo, where would it be? That's a great answer, a great question because I don't know what it would be, but I really like the placement of like dainty tattoos on like your inner upper arm, like right above the elbow crevice. Yeah. You were just saying that this weekend. Yeah. Um, this is really hard. I don't know. I guess I also like arm tattoos. I really like finger tattoos, but I know that they're not smart because yeah. they fade. Yeah. I also think it's cool when people get them behind their ear. Like I really yes. thought that was cool. Yep. So I guess I would say one of those. Yeah, that's good. This is so random. Dolphins or koalas? <laughs> They're dolphins. not even like comparable. You'd say dolphins. 
Yeah, I guess I would also say dolphins. I feel like koalas, I think I heard um, once that eucalyptus is almost like a a drug to koalas. And so they're basically just like living high all the time. Oh my God. (laughs) Kind of interesting, but I don't know if they would, you know, have much to contribute. Sure. Um, What's your spirit animal? Grant has always told me that mine would be an Arctic fox. (laughs) Oh, I can see it. He just always said that I remind him of an Arctic fox. Interesting. So I don't know. <laughs> what a conversation to have. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't what's the most anxious animal in the jungle? Probably like <laughs> like a know. I don't know, some like some like prey. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, literally I'm some sort of prey. It's just like so anxious all the time. Maybe like a hummingbird or something. I feel like they're pretty yeah, anxious. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. I'm a hummingbird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Best gift you've ever received. The gift of life, baby. Oh, nice. <laughs> that honestly could be my answer. It is pr- yeah. pretty like significant to think that like you get the chance <laughs> to live at this time. Not to like get existential on us, but like that is pretty crazy to think about. I'm like, all right, let's get back to Christmas. Come on. <laughs> Um, I don't know about best, but I think Kylie's gift for me for my birthday was very thoughtful. It was the journal with the pre-written mm-hmm. prompts. Mm-hmm. But I have to think of, like my whole – I would have to like look through like all my Christmases and like birthdays to really think of a good yeah. one. Also, my yeah. mom gave me um her Cartier watch, which was really special to her for my graduation. Oh, nice. That was a good so maybe one. That. Um, for best gift you've ever given – I think I might say the journal that I gave you. I actually did them for all of my close friends. I say all of them. I made like four. <laughs> um, but I customized them for each friend. And everyone seemed to really like them and think that they were very thoughtful. So I think that was a pretty pretty good call on my, my end. But what was the best gift you've ever received? Both of them are questions. <laughs> oh, life. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm sticking with that. <laughs> I've ever given... I think for me, the the one that was like the biggest hit was um, Grant's dad really likes Good and Plenty. And I got him like an absolutely absurd amount of Good and Plenty one year, (laughs) like 12 pounds or something like that. So that was good. And then I also got them a boat trash can, which was just a need. So (laughs) that's a good one. What's your favorite board game? Clue. Oh, really? I I don't really play a lot of board games. Um. I don't know if this – does this count as a board game? We play – we like code names. It's more like a card game, I guess. I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. that's. What, I guess I would yeah. say that. Yeah. Clue, for sure. My family loves Clue. Very competitive. I don't think I've ever played. Ah, uh, I'll teach you. Because <laughs> I get into it. Um, What's your favorite color? Pink. Yeah, I guess I like blush pink, I guess. I mean, I like a lot of colors. I also like sage green. Mm-hmm. I also I like, like yellow. yellow. I like all colors, really. I like all yeah. pastels, honestly. Yeah. Like lavender. Least favorite color. Uh, I have a controversial opinion. Okay. Especially considering our brand. Yellow? What are you going to say? Orange? No, orange. <laughs> really? I think our, I but our like brand orange, orange is like pretty. It's like the one that Peter says yeah. like the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just if I had to pick any color, I like never gravitate towards anything orange. Except yeah. for our brand, of course. 
I guess I would say brown. Yeah. But like not in objects, just like aesthetically. But like yeah. obviously like brown furniture and stuff is like I'm fine with that. But like yeah. just looking at like the rainbow brown would be yeah. like the least appealing to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, diamond or pearls? I think I guess I would say diamonds. Yeah, I was going to say more diamonds. versatile. Yeah, agreed. Drugstore makeup or designer? Drugstore. Yeah, I actually have a lot of experience with designer makeup because my mom would always do those like Macy's like sale things and we would get so much extra and it would literally last us like a year and that's literally what I lived off of in like high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I honestly just don't really notice a huge difference. I mean, I think the areas yeah. where I do are like eyeshadow maybe, like just the pigmentation and like lasting wise, but – mascara like all of that like you just don't it doesn't make sense like you don't need it yeah (laughs) it doesn't make a huge difference that was my logic as well is that like drugstore makeup has come a lot a long way like you can find really good quality drugstore makeup yeah for a fraction of the cost say like neither like i don't know what category like glossier or like milk would fall into but that's like what i that's like my preference i don't know if it's like yeah it's like somewhere in the middle. I don't know if there's a word for it, yeah. but that's what I would say. Like direct to consumer, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That one. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I think it's your turn. Think, okay. Blow dry or air dry? Hair, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an blow air dry. dry. For, yeah. Blow dry for looks, but like air dry on the daily. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Pilates or yoga? I think yoga. It's hard because I really like both. And I would throw in bar, <laughs> in which case I would pick bar. But between these two, I'd probably pick yoga. Yeah, I don't Pilates have a lot of experience with Pilates. Yeah. It's, well, no, you do because literally all of our like modern warm-ups and stuff in dance were Pilates, like V-ups, like Interesting. all of that. That's Pilates for sure. And so oh, then yoga for sure. really hard. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good workout. Yeah. Um, coffee or tea? You guys know I'm a tea girl these days, but still love coffee. I think I'm still going to say coffee just because I feel like I know what I'm doing more so with coffee yeah. at this point than tea, but this answer will likely change. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the weirdest word in the English language? There's literally so many. It's such a weird language when you really think about it. It's funny because I want to say onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. That's a good one. Is that like when you – when an Something is named after the way it sounds, right? Or whatever? Or is that like animal? Is that what that is? Or I thought onomatopoeia was like the words used to describe like big sounds. Like, wow. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a sound. It's the word to just a word that sounds like a sound that you use to describe it. (laughs) So like moon, I think is also that, right? Yeah. The formation of a word from a sound associated. Yeah. 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 So like that would be mine. Yes, that would be mine. But it's funny because the reason that came to mind is because yesterday, for some reason, I was on a call and someone was trying to – I know what they were trying to say. They were trying to say ergonomic, but they kept saying onomatopoeia, which doesn't even make sense. Those aren't similar words at all. Wait, that's actually so funny. Um, A word that constantly makes me laugh, and it's not even that weird, but I think the word serendipity sounds very funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? I'm going to say dark 
chocolate. Yeah, if I had to pick one, I would say dark, but I still like milk chocolate. I feel like there's a lot of oh, people great. out there that are like elitist and they're like, milk chocolate is so yeah. sweet and bad. And I'm like, don't yeah. lie. It's still freaking good. But I like, only have 99% cacao. Yes, I hate those people. Chocolate. I'm like, you're lying. Milk chocolate's still bomb, but like I dark chocolate's just different, you know? Yeah, yeah. And white chocolate can see itself out. Get it, get I like it away in from doses. Me. It's fun like once a year. I don't like it. Um, have you ever been to the Common Man? It's a restaurant chain in New Hampshire, if you guys aren't yes. familiar. So they yes, give you the white chocolate at the end. You don't like that? Nope. That stuff's good. That stuff's locally made. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I like that it's locally made. <laughs> yeah. Stairs or elevator? Elevator. <laughs> she whispers in, in shame. <laughs> Chris Evans is an ass man, so stairs. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. Stairs. <laughs> Also, I saw a really creepy TikTok about someone who had like a very tragic death in an elevator and I've been freaked out. So, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Fine. Stairs. Twist my arm. Why don't you? <laughs> um, summer or winter? Summer. Yeah. I mean, I love Christmas. Yeah. But that's all so, winter is good for. Right. Right. The rest of winter can, can leave. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. You're stuck on an island. You can pick one food to eat forever without getting tired of it. What would you eat? Sushi, 1,000%. I was going to say hibachi fried rice with nice. yum yum sauce. <laughs> Specific. I love it. I need it. <laughs> a dessert you a- don't like. Oh, I beat you to it. You can read the next one. Wow. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got into it. I got excited. A dessert you don't like, white chocolate. Yeah. I don't really like chocolate with fruit together. I think I've said this before. It, so yeah, I don't really I've like chocolate-covered that. strawberries or like chocolate and fruit tarts and things like that i'm not yeah. really into that sure a skill you're working on mastering uh i guess i would say cooking or like honestly knife skills like cooking mm-hmm. as a whole but like more specifically using a knife because i'm really not good with like mm-hmm. chopping things and i need to mm-hmm. learn um self-advocacy oh for me. okay <laughs> we went two very different directions with that you can read the next one since I stole. Okay. Um, best thing to happen to you today. Uh, I got a job offer. <laughs> yeah, you had a really you had really good things happen to you today. Um, yeah. I got my lunch paid for because we were on a work field trip. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I got a nice veggie panini. <laughs> Worst thing to happen to you today. Okay. Got a bug bite. I have so many bug bites because Kylie and I were at the lake this weekend and I have so many bug bites. I don't know why they're still around, but that's not for me. I think the worst thing that happened to me, it's not that big of a deal, but we had um, a central meeting location to go drive to this other city that we were going to. And we landed on Fenway Park because it was just equidistant from like everyone that had to come, mm-hmm. which is fine. But they're doing a ton of construction around Fenway and it ended up being really complicated for the person picking us up to like find us and like land in the right spot and it was just really really hot and it was like kind of frustrating to figure out what was going on but it wasn't that big a deal yeah yeah i'm sticking with bug bite today was a pretty good day (laughs) just had a few bug bites on me um best compliment you've ever received i do have something specific that comes to mind it actually ties into like the idea of like your body isn't the most interesting about you and like not to worry about body image even though i know that's easier said than done um, but someone once told me that I had their ideal body type. Like they yeah. had told me that they talked to their, whenever they like talked to their friends, they were like, if I could choose my body, I would want it to look like Kylie's. And I thought that was a really interesting compliment. One that I wasn't expecting to get. 
Yeah. I think you've said that one in, on an episode before. It's yeah. I don't really know. I feel like I should start writing down compliments so that I can like look back at them whenever I'm feeling sad. I feel like that would be a good practice because I'm having a hard time remembering, but I know people have said nice things about me, which is nice of them. Um, which is nice of them. <laughs> Honestly, like my mentor, Anna, has said a lot of really nice things to me, like a lot of very affirm- affirming things like uh-huh. about like knowing what I'm doing and like, I don't know, that kind of stuff. But I can't think of a very specific example right now. Yeah. We also went in different directions for that. I did more of an aesthetic compliment. Mm. More of a mm. Yeah, fair. Person. I don't know what my aesthetic compliment would be either. <laughs> I don't know what my person compliment would be. I'm sure I've gotten them. <laughs> um, I think it's you. The next one's favorite smell. So if we're talking candle, it's the anthropology volcano. volcano. Mm. Obviously. But if we're talking just like in the like the world campfires Mm. yeah you said that also this weekend funny mine's jasmine um i have a jasmine perfume sitting right there but jasmine's like my signature scent Mm -hmm. my favorite scent i love the smell of jasmine it's a good one hugs or kisses like neither (laughs) i was gonna say anya freaking hates this question no literally neither if i had to pick i would say hugs but like don't touch me (laughs) well like do they do we think it's in like just like a general way, a romantic way? Regardless, I would say hugs. Cause like I don't want you to kiss me. <laughs> you <laughs> don't. <laughs> I mean, if you really wanted to, I guess. <laughs> but it wouldn't be top of my list. But like in a romantic way, kisses. Okay. Alexa, I would I would still play pick Kiss hugs. Me More by Sizzle and Doja Cat. <laughs> um if you made a documentary, what would it be about? I have one. <laughs> Do it. I'm really Go passionate about seaweed as a solution to climate change <laughs> and not enough people are talking about it. So I would do that. <laughs> I think, and again, this is probably something that would change as time went on, but based on current circumstances, I would really like to do a documentary on like mental health in law school. Mm. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> last piece of content you consumed that made you cry. I feel like there's definitely been ones in between. I just can't think of them right now. But the last like significant upsetting piece of content I think for me was um I watched Beautiful Boy with Timothy I was Chalamet. gonna say that. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. yeah we watched it around the I, same time, so that makes sense. Yeah, and I think I can't think of anything that made me cry between that. So yeah, I'm not to steal your answer, but I'm gonna steal your answer. No, fair enough. I think it's the truth. It's really good though. You should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it me? I think so. <laughs> Lipstick or lip gloss? This one's tough. We're in a lip gloss era, people. We are. But here's the thing. Lip gloss for the look, totally. But there's nothing worse than when it's a windy day and you get the boop. And yeah. it's just stuck. Your hair yeah. gets stuck on your lips. It's the freaking worst. So lipstick, if you can get like a nice like dewy lipstick that doesn't stick but gives a nice shine. That's my preferred approach. Yeah. Sweet or savory? Savory. Sweet. Oh, my God. I'm such a savory person. We ate you dinner are. last night, and Grant was like, oh, do you want to get some ice cream? And I was like, I don't want ice cream, but I'll have popcorn. And so I literally made a bowl of popcorn <laughs> after dinner, and he was having, like, frozen custard. It was funny. That is funny. Yeah, no. I have a wicked sweet tooth, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Girl crush. 
I feel like I would say Margot. Margot Lee. I just love her. Or Moya yeah. Mamani. I've been talking about her lately, but I really like her yeah. too. I was going to say Casey Musgraves. Oh, so true. So true. Yeah. She's That's a, so true. Yeah. Icon. Or um, Maggie Rogers. Love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Chelsea Cutler. Or um, <laughs> Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua literally specifically at the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, literally compilation Anya and Kylie being just being gay for 30 seconds straight. How do you know you're in love? What? Just keep I'm like, left field. I'm like, besties, I'm afraid to tell you this. <laughs> besties, besties, I, I wouldn't know. Oh. Besties, I've never been in love before. <laughs> this is like, no, but seriously, so I wouldn't know. So please describe think, it to me. <laughs> I feel like it's different for everyone, but I feel like for me, like if you just genuinely cannot picture like living life without them or like having a future without them, like if every memory, if every image of like your future self also includes them, maybe that's a sign. I don't know, Ooh. but I feel like it's different for everyone. But I feel like I feel that with friendships. Like I feel that way about you, yeah, but you I'm not them. in love with you. But I feel like there's a difference between being in love and feeling love for someone. But I guess I mean like in a partnership sense. Like they're not just yeah. like there, but they're like your partner through it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I can think What do like- I know, man? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um song you can listen to on repeat. Levitating by Dula Peep. <laughs> <laughs> Mine changes all the time, but I think for yeah. me right now it's part of me by Noah Kahan. Yeah, that's a good one. I do think like my genuine answer is levitating. <laughs> something in it <laughs> if you could switch lives with someone for a day who would it be i would honestly say like some you know how there's like modern royalty that like people don't even really know about like they're just mm-hmm. so like they're so affluent and like they're just like under the radar like just super freaking rich mm-hmm. people i feel like probably one of them <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like a jeff bezos and then i would like solve world hunger oh, that's and like so true yeah, that's a good You know, one. do all of that stuff. And then when, yeah. you know, he's returned to his life, he'll still have billions and billions and billions yes, of dollars. But so there true. will be so many things solved in the world. <laughs> that's a really good one. Like, be Jeff Bezos for a day, abolish capitalism, and then, like, it'll be – it's fine. <laughs> and then he shows up, and I'm like, you have literally nothing to complain about. You still have billions of dollars. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Here I am. I'm like, I just want to go on a yacht. And I don't care. <laughs> Um, what are you most excited about at this time in your life? Um, moving. Mm-hmm. Moving to That's Boston. Um, I guess I would say like getting back to travel sometime soon. And just like living life here in Boston. Like I've really been enjoying myself. Yeah. Your go-to for having a good laugh. Cody Co. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I um, love Cody Co. Yeah, he's so funny. <laughs> Um, this is, maybe this is, like, cliche and, like, a little, but, like, my friends. My friends always make me laugh. Cute. I feel like we have genuine laughs. And then they tell me that I'm funny and then I feel good about myself. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And then the last one, folks. Your effort. Oh, my God. (laughs) Such a stroke. Your affirmation for today. I think I want to look up like a list of affirmations, but one that came to mind for me is like, you have this job because you're good at this job or like, oh, that's good. You have 
this life because you deserve this life kind of thing. Yeah. Ooh, I like that one. I was going to say, and I don't know if this counts as like an affirmation, but you're capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. Mm-hmm. Nice. Guys. Lovely look note at to us. End on. 73 I questions, f- baby. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we got deep. I feel like yeah, some I new agree. information came out yeah, today. Yeah. Spilled some new tea. You know? Yeah. That's great. This was fun, honestly. I had fun. This was a long episode. I, I actually do hope that you guys um like answered for yourself for all of these because I feel like yeah. it was kind of a good it was almost like journaling. Like it was like a things you would typically think about kind of. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Cool. But Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like this is also just like a very different style. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very personal episode. Yeah. And we were definitely a little apprehensive going into it. Because we were like, oh, like hopefully hopefully they want to learn more about us. So if you did like this episode, feel free to leave us a comment in our anonymous suggestion box. Or DM us and let us know if you like this type and want more episodes like this. Um, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already. It helps us out tremendously and gets the show out to more listeners. And I think that's, that's everything. It. So we will chat with you guys next week. Have a yes. great seven days. Bye, guys. <laughs>